Check, 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 check it, check it out. What, 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 what's it all about? What, 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 out. Let's turn this, turn this party out. I said, I said, Doc, what's the condition? I'm a man that's on the mission. Said, son, you better listen. Stuck in your ass isn't an electrician. Oh, like I'm a scientist. What, what, what I'm defining this? Uh, that's right. Lose the lyrics. Hey, everybody. Wow. This, that was weird. Uh, I'm going insane this week. So this episode should be crazy. Thanks again to you, the listener, for tuning in to the Jeff Wheatley Podcastman Show. I am your host, Jeff Wheatley Heckman. Applause to you. I'm going to have a free hand here. That's for you guys for tuning in again. Thank you so much, you all 12 of you, for tuning in and being my friends. I hope you're my friends. I'm your friend, I think. I hope. Unless you're an asshole, then I don't want to be your friend. I don't like assholes. Okay? So if you're an asshole, do yourself a favor and listen to another show. Okay? Listen to an asshole show. Listen to someone else's shit. Not me. Uh Uh-uh. I'm a wholesome Christian boy. Okay? Don't come around here with your nasty attitude. Take that shit and pack it up and pack it out. Okay? Uh, okay, so here's a little insight. It is uh, April 18th. Uh, it's technically the um, the beginning of spring. It should be sunny out. There should be flowers. There should be birds chirping. You know? Nice birds, like like robins. You know? There should be blue skies and, and a nice smell of dirt. I should be out in the golf course right now, living large. But no, it's Milwaukee, and it's April 18th. And uh, the skies are gray, and there are three inches of snow on the ground. There aren't any robins anywhere to be found. It's just seagulls and geese shitting in everywhere. Just shitting. Pooping everywhere. There's snow on the ground. Ugh. It's 32 degrees in April. And all I want to do is to go outside, you know, shed this weight, shed, shed this, this cabin fever. But you can't do that. You can't play golf in three inches of snow. I've tried. I've, <laughs> I've tried. It's really hard to find the, the white ball and all of that. It's nearly impossible. Oh, I'm in a mood. Okay, hey, how's everyone doing? I hope you're having a good week. Huh? I hope you live in sunny Florida or something like that. Going to Disney World? Land? Disneyland? Oh, the Disney fans are not going to like that. Uh Whatever amusement park is closest to you in Florida, I hope that uh, you're there enjoying it with Mickey Mouse and the other characters. Have you guys ever noticed that people who like Disney, there's only two types of people when it comes to Disney, okay? There are people who don't really give a shit, and there are people that care only about Disney, and they go to Disneyland every month, and they watch all the Disney movies, and they, they worship Walt and all that stuff. It's terrifying. I dated a girl like that. She only liked Disney stuff. Johnny Depp was everywhere in her house for the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Was that a sentence? She loved Johnny Depp. I don't understand it. What's so great about Disney? Huh? He was an anti-Semite. He was racist. He was a bigot. He didn't want people to to share any of his success with him. He wanted to rule the world. He named the company after him and a land after him and a world after him. What kind of megalomaniac are you guys worshiping, huh? 
Okay, like I said, I'm in a mood. Uh, because it's cold outside and it is currently 10.30 at night, it's okay for me to admit this. Uh, I am drinking Jim Beam Black label. <laughs> Man, is it good. It is tasty. Uh, just something to, to, to keep me warm in this cold spring. Oh, God, it, it's terrible. Uh, when you're sad... I said that wrong. When you have sad seasonal affective disorder, what's the the thing? When when it's cold outside and it makes you sad, that's that's what happens. Um, when you have that, like I do, it's terrible. When spring doesn't arrive until uh, summer's almost over, you know, Ugh, because the cold hurts your face and your feelings. Oh. Don't worry about me, though. I'm fine. I got my whiskey. I got my guitar right here. I was going to play some Dave Matthews band for you all, but I, I chose not to because uh, the Dave Matthews band, why, Jeff? Because I stopped learning songs to play on the guitar in high school. That's why. I got to learn more songs. And Dave Matthews was huge when I was in high school. He was those Ants Go Marching and, and Crash. Those songs... Ants Go Marching is okay, but Crash is one of the creepiest songs in the entire world. Hike up your skirt a little more and show your world to me? I don't know what he means exactly, but I have a feeling, and I that feeling is creepy. Um, I, <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand one bit. But I, I, They're popular, though, you know? People like Dave Matthews' band. Potheads like Dave Matthews' band. Let's be honest here. I guess they're okay. I don't know. They have that black guy from The Matrix who plays violin. Look it up. If you've not seen Dave Matthews' band uh, in real life, IRL, uh, look it up online because that reference was spot on. Oh, okay. I don't know what's going on in my brain currently. Uh, I hope you're having a good week. It's Wednesday. What? Yep, it's Wednesday. Hump day. Hump day. That's right. Halfway through. You guys can do it. You can do it. Tell that boss to shove it unless you need the job, in which case deal with it for two more days. Okay? You can do it. I know bosses suck. Bosses are the worst. You know, they're, they're always over you. They never know what they t they're talking about. They always tell you what to do. Ugh. I don't know. <laughs> That's why I want to be a comedian. That's why I am a comedian. I don't want to be one. I am one. Because I don't want a boss. I don't want a boss. At the expense of having financial instability. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't want a boss. That's right. Oh, I have a 401k. Yeah? Well, I, I'm sitting in my boxers on a Thursday morning eating toast. Okay? Yeah. It's pretty nice. Financial stability would be great as well. But, hey. Hey. Come say, come sa. I don't know what that term means, but it felt like it fit. Oh, boy. Okay, time for a little bit of whiskey. Mm. <coughs> Never gets easy to drink whiskey. Never does. Uh, okay, let's... Ooh, seven minutes in. Pretty good. Pretty good. That's a lot of rambling. I'm going to listen back to this later and uh, be embarrassed for myself, but I'm just going to release this episode. You know, I don't care. I don't care. What do I care? Huh? There's only, what, 12 of you? 
12 of you listeners. Thank you for listening. Ooh, uh, let's talk about some stuff. So, I it's not, it happens very seldom when, these days, I find a song that I really like. And I want to share this song with you all, you know. It is called uh, Fever Pitch by Rainbow Kitten Surprise. On the album, How To, Friend, Love, and Free Fall. It's available on iTunes now. It costs $1.29. That song specifically, I don't know how much the album costs. But this song is great, okay? It's a brand new song. It's wonderful. It's amazing. It's one of my favorite songs. Songs nowadays are either like poppy bullshit or country bullshit or just cheaply made formulatic songs. Formulat, formulatic? Is that a word? They have a formula, you know, A, B, A, B, 16 beats, 4 beats, 8 beats, whatever. Um, this song has none of those things. It has like two different songs in it. And it's, uh, just go check it out, all right? Check it out. Uh, or the other type of music that's out now is like hipster bullshit, you know. Oh, it's a cello and a drum kit. And uh, we're like the White Stripes, but like I play the cello and uh, no one sings. We only stare deeply into the eyes of the audience. And the drum player doesn't have drums. In fact, he has only cymbals and maracas because like we're edgy and we're different. And really, we're just desperate for attention. And we are (laughs) using that as a substitute for having a personality, you know? So, yeah. Sorry, I'm in a... (laughs) I'm in a mood. God. Okay. Uh, yeah. So the songs are like that, and I don't care for that kind of stuff. Just make good music. Make good music. Don't make music because you want to be cool. Make good music because you love music. You know? Make good comedy because you want to be a good comedian, not because you want to be famous or edgy or hurt people's feelings. Same thing goes with music, you know? Just make good music that makes you feel good. Goodness. Speaking of hipsters, I I was working in a coffee shop this week, and I swear to God, I was sitting there, I was typing away on my computer, I was doing some advertising, I was doing a little bit of writing, I was eating a, chur- a turkey, a turkey sandwich, I was drinking a mug of coffee, and uh, there's a there's a couple on a date. Um, that's a fun game, by the way. Try to figure out what stage in the relationship uh, a couple is when you observe them out in nature. Uh, and this was obviously a first date and cause you know, they were trying hard to impress each other. Oh boy. Here comes a plane. Ooh, geez. Okay. I'm going to pause it real quick. Let it pass. All right. It's gone. The plane's gone. Uh, all right. Couple. So, um, <laughs> this guy said, and I quote, uh, I have many esoteric tastes in life. To a girl who who wanted to be on a date with this guy, and I'm sure did not want him to say something like that. That, just because you, you watch Wes Anderson movies, or you ride a unicycle, you know, or you can juggle, or you play the viola while playing the kazoo at the same time, does not make you interesting. It doesn't. Esoteric. Just be a nice person. Be humble. Like Kendrick Lamar. Sit down. Be humble. Kendrick Lamar. Great, awesome, awesome person for us to have in this time in our life. Um, You know, just don't be... Why try to build yourself up like that? 
I, I don't understand that. That's such an arrogant statement. I don't like arrogant people. I've interacted with a lot of arrogant people lately, and it really pisses me off. Why? Why are you so? How? How do you? How do you treat people like that and feel okay? Huh? I don't know. Like I said, assholes can get out of here. Huh? Get on the next train to to Nice Town and learn a lesson. God, I'm peeved. Twelve minutes. We've done twelve minutes. Let's see. Okay. Oh. Uh. Oh. Review of the week. <laughs> okay. Review of the week. I'm gonna tone it down a little bit. All right. We're gonna take this down. How is that? Like a nine? I'm gonna go down to a four. Okay. I'm gonna just tone it down. I'm gonna have a little drink of whiskey. All right. A little drink of water. We're gonna keep this train wrong. I'm not mad at you guys, okay? I'm not. I'm not mad at you guys. I'm just mad because there's three inches of snow on the ground in the middle of April. Okay, review of the week. (laughs) Review of the week. Uh, Let's see. Let us see. What should I review? Well, ooh, my girlfriend and I went to Potawatomi Hotel and Casino this weekend. We have date night every Sunday, like I said. Uh, And we chose not to stay in. Instead, we went out to a casino. And I absolutely love casinos. They're amazing, you know. I buy a cigar. I get a beer. I buy my lady, uh, because I'm a gentleman. I buy my lady. She can buy me a drink, too, if she'd like. I'll accept that. I'm not too prideful in my masculinity. Buy me whatever. I don't care. I'll drink a Cosmo. I'll drink whatever. I'll be gracious and grateful for it. I bought her a Malibu and pineapple, boom, with cherries in it. She likes cherries. Uh, And I had a, what did I have? I forget what it was, but it was good. It was like a stout beer. Delicious. And I had a cigar. And it's great. I sit there and I get a buzz on and smoke a cigar while she uh, throws away all her money. And it's a great time. She actually is a, a killer gambler, man. I don't know how, every time we go to the casino, she wins hundreds of dollars. She, she, she crushes it. Every time I try to gamble, I lose my money. So I don't gamble anymore. I gamble with my health by drinking and smoking. Sometimes. In moderation. In moderation. Mom, if you're listening, in moderation. <laughs> she, she's amazing. She drinks her Malibu and pineapple. Her Malibu and pineapple as well. Uh, and she, she sits there. She has her favorite machines. She has a hot slot. If she finds a hot slot machine, she goes back to that machine and she plays it. Uh, it's so fun. It's fun. It's just fun. And people watching is great. God, you see some really interesting people at casinos. Really, really interesting people. It's great. So my review of Potawatomi Hotel Casino or, or any casino, if you're back home in Maryland, Horseshoe, the one by Arundel Mills, those are fun too. You can't smoke cigars in there, but those are fun. So my review of casinos, uh, it, they're they're pretty good. They're pretty cool. <laughs> I enjoy them. Uh, don't blow all your money though. That's easy to do. Don't do it. Say you're only gonna gamble twenty bucks, and then you gamble your twenty bucks. You know, that's my that's my rule to you. Take it or leave it. I don't care. I'm sorry. I shouldn't tell you what to do. How how dare I? How dare I? Okay, we are going to move on to the question portion of <coughs> excuse me, this show. 
Uh, okay, these, if you are a first-time listener, first of all, I'm sorry if you are. Um, second of all, I have three segments. I ramble, I do the review of the week, and then I uh, answer questions from you, the listener, or from my family on Facebook. Um, yeah, or I interview people. I like to interview people, normal people, not just comedians. There's a lot of comedians out there uh, who have shows where they just talk to other comedians. I don't necessarily want to hear other comedians talk. I want to hear about real people and their lives and what they do. So when I interview people, they're just people that I admire out in the world. Um, so sometimes interview people. But this portion is the random questions uh, from you all, the listener. First one, what makes you a good fit for this company? Well, I'm a hard worker, okay? I'm a very hard worker. Uh, uh, my greatest weakness is that I care too much, you know? Um, I work too hard sometimes, you know? That, that's why I'm a great fit for this company. Um, so thank you for asking. Uh, okay, that's one question down. Boom. What type of cheese best matches your personality? And why? You know, I'm going to say pepper jack. I'm going to say, pep yeah, pepper jack. Pepper jack cheese. Um, multicolored, like me. Um, it's spicy. It's got a kick. Um, but it's also creamy and mild. And so am I. I'm spicy, yet also creamy and mild. Okay. That couldn't have been any more creepy. Do you feel like you smell more good or bad smells in your life? And how does that affect your overall opinion of the sense? Wow, that's an awfully profound question from you. It's like a, it's like if a tree falls in the woods, does it make a sound, you know? Uh, do you feel like you smell more? You know, I don't... Do, do, do people... Do you all walk around noticing smells consciously you know like if it's not like a very bad smell or if it's a very nice smell you're not going to be like oh this is, you know you know it just it's one of those senses that only pops into your head when there's either something very wrong or something uh pretty smelling like flowers or perfume or cologne um but if i have to answer your question uh i don't know i live by the airport and i smell a lot of jet fuel um, and it doesn't really affect my opinion of the sense. The sense is just that I can smell jet fuel all the time, constantly, in my apartment. <laughs> That's the answer to that question. Okay, if you could spend a week with any person, living or dead, who would it be and why? Okay, I'm going to answer this with two answers. Um, uh, the first answer would be my late grandfather, Robert Heckman. Robert Heckman. He served in World War II. He grew up in the Great Depression. He grew up in a coal mining town. Uh, so I'd love to just pick his mind. Um, and, you know, show he, he died when I was very young. So it would be cool for him to see the kind of man that I became. Um, and also for me to just learn about what life was like back then, you know, for, for him. That would have been interesting. Uh, he'd probably be ashamed in everything that I'm doing. You, you do a podcast, huh? You do improv games? The only game I played was Don't Die in the War. <laughs> so that's one answer. Um, and the other answer uh, would be, let's see. Uh, 
Oh, God. God, I don't know. Yeah, let's just go with my grandpa. All right, that's the easy answer. That'd be really cool to do. Uh, oh, if you were on death row, what would your last meal choice and final words be? If they at all uh, could let me have. First of all, it's my last meal. I'm going all out. All right, I'm doing everything. I'm not going to eat for like three days leading up to it. What do I care? I'm dying, okay? I would have a steak, a filet, uh, medium rare, with a lobster tail. I'd have a side of a cheeseburger. I'd have a cheeseburger. Um, I wouldn't be eating all these things. I'd be having tastes of these here and there, you know. Um, let's see. I'd have a strawberry malt. Those are delicious. I'd probably have a blue and onion. <laughs> um, blue and onion, that'd be good. Chick-fil-A sandwich, too. Side of a Chick-fil-A sandwich. Um... I don't know, some teriyaki chicken, maybe, uh, I don't need the fruits and vegetables for my last meal, I'm dying, that doesn't matter, uh, but maybe if I had to pick a vegetable, maybe some, you know, some steamed broccoli, that'd be good, a little steamed broccoli here, maybe some Brussels sprouts, um, and then for dessert, I would have, uh, probably a whole bottle of wine and a cigar, yeah, that's what I would do, that's what I would eat. Oh, and my final words, uh, they'd be sayonara, motherfuckers, and then they'd inject me or something cool. I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a badass. I'd probably say, no, please. Oh, God, cool. Please don't do this. Oh, God. But if I was a badass, I'd be like, yeah, see you on the other side, bitches. I don't know. Something cool like that. Right, luckily, this isn't going to happen unless it does. Is the reason? Nope, not going to read that one. That one's weird. Um, oh, okay. What is your opinion of people who walk around with free hugs signs? I don't, I think they're okay, right? Because the people with free hug signs aren't just running around grabbing people. No, people approach the free hug sign people and then choose to give them a hug. It's a hug out of consent. It's not a mandatory hug. You know, that would be a different story. I would be completely against mandatory hugs. Um, I'd, I'd kick a man in the sack for mandatory hugging me. Or a woman, I'd f kick her some... No, I probably wouldn't. I'd say, please stop. You're not supposed to do that. Um, maybe I wouldn't even hit the guy either. You know, I don't know. This isn't real. Mandatory hugs aren't real. Free hug signs are fine. If you want to give a person with a free hug sign a hug, you go right ahead and do it. I think it's harmless. I think it's harmless. Are Dipping Dots really the ice cream of the future? Well, seeing as they've been around since, what, the 80s? Um, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, also, they're terrible and they have that weird aftertaste. So, uh, no. No, I don't think they're the ice cream of the future. We won't find out what the ice cream of the future is until the future. Also, the weird thing about the future is that when you're in it, you're not really acknowledging, hey... This is the future. You're thinking this is the now. And wow, right now, there's snow on the ground. I'm not too concerned about what ice cream flavors are going on right now. It's too cold for ice cream. So, no. No, they're not really the ice cream of the future. Uh, yes or no? No. No to your question and your attitude, sir. 
Okay. What is your view on the historical smoking warning being given on Chappaquiddick adverts? Oh, okay. Uh, for those of you who do not know, Chappaquiddick is about Ted Kennedy? Yeah, Ted Kennedy. Um, there is a scandal back, uh, I think it was a week before the moon landing? It was right around the moon landing, so like late 60s, um, where a woman died and he abandoned the scene. Um, it's a real lighthearted movie. Um, but anyway, there's a, there's a, 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 a disclaimer that says, warning, this feature, or this movie features, um, historical smoking. Um, I think it's kind of dumb, right? I think it's dumb. I don't know. It's a toss-up because, you know, it does not explicitly say, hey, kids, you should smoke and drink alcohol. No, it doesn't do that. But whenever I watch an episode of Mad Men, I'm always like, I want to drink and I want to smoke something, you know? It's just something about looking at... The human brain is weird, you know? It's all... It takes things in and processes things. So maybe the warning is necessary, but also the warning's not going to prevent people from going to see that movie. I don't know. What's it rated R? It's probably rated R. What kids are going to see a movie about Ted Kennedy abandoning a scene of a dead lady? That's really the issue. It's not the warning. It's not the smoking issue. It's the parents who think that's a good idea. Huh? Forget Zootopia, kids. Let's go see a movie about one of our many, many corrupt politicians uh, abandoning the scene of a dead lady in a river. Okay. <laughs> wow, this is a weird episode. Uh, do you think happiness is more of a state of mind than a state of existence, or vice versa? Uh, okay, it's a three-part question. Are happy people always happy? What does it really mean to live a happy life? Do you think happiness is more of a state of mind or a state of existence? Goodness gracious. I'm not Socrates. I don't know. Uh, is it a state of mind or a state of existence? I think that it's. Um, it depends on your circumstances, you know? If you have a really, really shitty set of circumstances, um, and that's your state of being, then you can choose to be happy during that, which would then be a state of mind. Um, it would be really hard to do, but in that circumstance, happiness is then a state of mind. Um, or you could just have the happiest, happiest set of existences or state of existences. Um, you could, okay, take two, cut and action. You could have the happiest state of existence. There we go. Nailed it. Um, and in which case you have no reason to feel sad, but people always find a reason to get bitter or angry. Look at me, huh? There's snow out there. So it's really, really hard to maintain happiness, whatever your circumstances or your state of mind may be. Sometimes you also wake up and you're just not having it. You're just not having it. You wake up and, you know, your vision's a little foggy, a little groggy. You're kind of pissed off. That happens. Um, so I think it depends. I think more so it's a... Because oftentimes your, your, your state of existence... Um, has so little to do with what you do, what you put in. Often it's just things that happen to you. Um, I think it's more of a state of mind because that's more of your choice. That's something that you can fully control. Um, so yeah, I think if we had to narrow it down on a on a on a to a level that I did, I think it would be more of a state of mind. 
Are happy, are happy people always happy? No. No, no, no. Uh, there's that saying, ignorance is bliss, you know? Um, so I think that people who do not necessarily see all the evils in the world um, or the true state of what it means to be alive and to be mortal and to have fears and doubts um, and worries... Um, if for whatever reason uh, someone's brain doesn't allow them to fully see that state of being, um, then yeah, I think it's easier to be happy. I think you're, it's easier to be happy that way. Um, but do I think that those people are always happy? No, probably not. Things happen. You know, your dog could die. You could lose a loved one. You could do anything. Uh, anything sad could happen to you and that could make you not happy. Um, so no, I don't think happy people are always happy. Um, also, if people do, the, the people that I'm impressed with oftentimes are the ones that um, have a really hard set of circumstances and they're aware of how hard their circumstances are and yet they still choose to be happy and positive because that shows just the, the, the biggest sign of strength in my opinion. That you can see all these things, acknowledge that, and not get bogged down in them. You can You can rise above and still be happy. But even then, I don't think that that you're happy all the time, you know? I don't think that's necessarily possible. Uh, what does it mean to really live a happy life? Well, take it from me, kid, all right? I'm a 26-year-old comedian from Milwaukee who has a podcast that three and a half people listen to. I assume that most of you have tuned out by now. Um, I think what it lives to, what it means to really live a true, uh, okay, take three, oh, nearly, this Jim Beam. <laughs> what does it really mean to live a happy life? I think that a happy life means that you live your life um, according to a certain set of guidelines and expectations for yourself, whether they be religious, self-imposed, self-imposed and religious, uh, morals, the things that you, you know, cherish and, and keep near and dear to yourself. I think if you live yourself, you live your life uh, and hold yourself to those values as strongly as you can and not steer away, uh, then that, that helps to help you live a happy life. Um, that can go to for so many things, you know, your career choice, you following your heart and not necessarily your, your scared brain, uh, your anxious brain. Um, you know, you, you surround yourself with people who are good for you. You have close, intimate relationships with people um, that are meaningful. Uh, you, you are nice to people out in the world. You know, you, you volunteer. You do all these extra things. You just, you live life in a way where it's fulfilling and also means something to not just you. It means something to the world. If you can live your life that way, then I think overall that's a happy life. Is it going to be all peaches and cream? No, it's not. It really is not. And sometimes life just kicks you in the gut over and over again for long periods of time. But then that makes the really good high periods of time uh, amazing, you know. Um, I'll tell you guys a story. I was a, um, when I was first starting out as a comedian, I uh, had to have a day job. And my day job, my, my options were I could work really hard and pay rent 
and then try to juggle comedy, or I could make where I live in my job the same thing, sort of kill those two stresses, um, and then do comedy uh, full-time in, in a way. So I was a building manager, right? And it was really tough. They overworked me. They didn't pay me. Turns out anything. They, they, they told me that they'd pay me a certain amount, and that never happened. They never paid me anything. But I had free rent, and I had all this stuff. Um, free internet, you know, so I was, I at least had a, had a, had a roof over my head. Um, and I was making my money through being a comedian, you know, I I'd do remotes and I do all this stuff. So I wasn't making much money at the time. Um, and I was working this job that was terrible. It was stressful. I didn't like living where I was working. I didn't like having a boss that was a jag off and just was terrible and overworking me. And, you know, it turned out to be a not so good situation. Um, and it was really, really hard. It was really hard. I was eating. Some days I couldn't afford to eat three meals a day. You know, I had to eat like a frozen pizza, and that would carry me over for the day. Um, I'd go to shows and hope that they were serving food because I was hungry. You know, it's starving artist stuff. Um, that was a really low point in my career um, and my life. Um, but now I produce a show. I'm on the road. I'm making a lot more money doing comedy. In fact, I'm making my whole living doing comedy. Um, basically, it's just, you know, I do a, few, I bartend here and there, but like all the stuff that I'm doing comes from producing shows and doing what I love. And that's amazing. And I'm doing this podcast now as just a, as an extra thing because I, I can now choose what I want to do and choose to, to make things that I want to make. And, um, it's great. So life, life brings you down, and then life works your way back up a little bit. And it's always, it's never just full bliss. It's never great. And it's never always bad, you know? And if it is always bad, I would take a look at your, your choices um, that you're making in life and wondering, and, and have yourself wonder, why is my life so bad, you know? Um, but if you stay true to your morals, I think more good will come from it. And just keep your head down and work hard, you know? Work, remember why you're doing what you're doing. And don't lose sight of the end goal. Okay, wow. That was deep, and uh, thank you for bearing with me. Uh, would you rather have fingers for toes or toes for fingers? Oh, fingers for toes. Fingers for toes. Easy choice. I don't want little toe fingers. I don't want to be Donald Trump. Okay. Uh, okay. All right. That was too easy. I'm sorry. Nah, you, whatever. Uh, yeah, I want to have fingers on my toes because I want to grab stuff like a chimpanzee. That's what I want. I've wanted nothing more in my life. Plus, the shoe size on me would be huge with an extra whatever. How long are fingers? <laughs> I don't know. And you know what they say about big feet? Big shoe sizes, right? You know, they cost a little more than regular shoe sizes, so you better make a little more money. Okay, if you could take a time machine any place you wanted, where in time would you go? Um, the, the correct answer is always to go back in time and kill Hitler, right? But that's been said and done so many times. Uh, I don't want to kill Hitler. I wouldn't even go back in time. I would go forward in time and see how my life turned out and how the world turned out. No, I take that back. I wouldn't even do that because I'll get there eventually. Um, I take that answer back. 
I would go back in time. <laughs> How many different answers can I give for this question? Um, I'd go back to the Gettysburg Address. I want to know what Abraham Lincoln sounds like, and that was one of the most important things that happened in American history. That would be fascinating. Um, as a half-black, half-white man, I've struggled a lot with my racial identity, and that was the closest thing I've had, or that was pretty much the, the, the initial thing um, in history that sort of was like, hey, okay, let's, uh, you know, there's a better way to live, and I think that people are people and we should be good. Um, now, there is some debate whether or not Lincoln was doing it for political issues or because he actually believed that slaves should be free. Um, I don't know. I, all I know is that Lincoln did it, and that's that's cool enough. So I'd go back to the Gettysburg Address. This whiskey is really kicking in. Okay. Uh, you know what? That's the last question. All these other questions are just making fun of me. So thank you for that. <laughs> um, okay. Hey, wow. You guys have tuned in for a long, weird episode. I promise they're not all going to be like this. They're not all going to be fucking crazy. Okay. Um, however, I have terrible cabin fever and I have all this pent up energy and there's nowhere to put it. So I'm yelling at you all into my microphone in my apartment as I sit here alone next to a bottle of whiskey. I'm not drinking out of the bottle. I poured the whiskey into a glass and it was only two fingers. Okay. So I'm not at all of a problem. Okay, don't call my mom and tell her that I'm doing this. Okay, mom, if you're listening, don't call me. I'm fine. I'm just having one glass of whiskey at night. The more and more I talk about it, the more it seems like I have a problem. So I'm going to stop. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to the Jeff Weekly Podcastman Show. Uh, as always, I really appreciate you all listening. Please like the show. Share it with your friends. Do anything. I just want to entertain as many people as I possibly can. Um, and the best way to do it is by sharing it with people if you think it's good. If you don't think it's good, keep it to yourself, all right? You don't have to tell anybody about this horseshit podcast that I'm doing, all right? If you don't like it, just don't tell anybody. If you don't like it and you're still listening, why? What are you doing? Don't, don't waste your time. Go, go, go meet someone. Go outside. Okay. If you do like it, thank you so much for wasting your time on me. I appreciate it. Tune in next week. Uh, we may have a guest. We may not. I may be rambling again. Uh, we shall see. In the meantime, keep it classy, keep it cool, and adios.